Nurses station. Hey everybody, welcome back to the tenth floor. It's me, Matt. Hi everybody, it's Cat. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. I'm all shook up. It's Elvis's oh, birthday, yeah. y'all. Is it Elvis's birthday today? Oh yes, well, it is. You know, everybody make yourself a peanut butter and banana sandwich. <laughs> Deep fry that sucker and enjoy your day. Enjoy your day. He had a movie. Well, there's a movie. There's a movie out about Elvis right now. Yeah, I went to see it. See it in the theater. Remember, I told you. Actually, I talked to you guys too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You did talk about it. You did talk yeah. about it. You did. Well, yeah. Hey. Um. Well, happy birthday to Elvis. Um. Happy birthday to other people that are whose birthday is is January eighth. Uh, like Scarlett, your niece. Well, there we go. See, you know, <laughs> I know these things. I I knew that in in my heart. Um, <laughs> he's seven today, babe. Well, geez, seven? Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure she's not six or five? No, babe. Ellie's five. Oh my god. <laughs> See, you know, I've been gone. I've been gone, and you don't realize how much time passes when you're away. Uh huh. You know, um, and with uh, with uh, with the youngest's uh, case, like she's exactly the same size as she was when I left. So, you know, for me, <laughs> it was like no time had passed. She just talks way better. Hey everybody! Look at that. Everybody's just clicking, waiting, waiting. They were they were sitting there on our channel, refreshing, ma, just waiting for us to come on. Jean well, is here. Leanne is here. Hevelyn is here. Everybody's loading up. Hi guys! It's like that old Ross commercial, you know. Open, 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 open. No, that's Mervin's son. Mervin. <laughs> well, I hope you guys had a wonderful first a week of 2023. Yes. I concur, and I agree. I hope that you all had a wonderful week. And you've stuck to your resolutions or have already abandoned the ones that you know just aren't for you this year. It's all good. I don't. I rarely make them because um, that's just not my style. I mean, I've never had a, re I've never had a resolution that I kept, ever. Mm -hmm. So, you know, why do that to myself? Just gonna, <laughs> I'm just going to wind up disappointing myself. <laughs> I hear you. I understand that. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. No reason to disappoint yourself. No reason to disappoint the people around you who are cheering for you. And then you get, you know, we, we did like Biggest Loser challenges. Do you remember doing that with the family and just trying to like lose weight and stuff? And we just never did I it. sure do. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I sure do. Who did? Who oh, that? my gosh. What a family. Who won that? Who won that? I think grandma won that. I think she did too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, good times. Good times. A long time good ago. Good job, Granny. It was early two thousand stuff. Early two thousands. I was a teenager. I was definitely in high school or something. Ah, we were still living in Union City. That's for 100%, sure. Hundred percent. A hundred percent. Look at us, just just traveling down memory lane, <laughs> as one does at the end of the year, or when you have an epic birthday party on the Haunted Star, and Austin puts together a slideshow of your life, uh, which was beautiful. And we talked about that last week. But there's no reason why we can't talk about it again. Oh my gosh, what a goofball, Kelly Tebow. <laughs> Queen of the South is here, Ma. Stephanie is here. Melissa's here. Chandra has come in. Everybody is just ready to talk about GH this week because it was a huge and epic. Right. Oh, you're digitizing again. Oh, I got the next music I video know. once again. What the heck is going on with that? I don't know, but there you go. Hey, it's just going to be a fun little Easter egg that happens during the it episode. It reminds today. me of a, a Max Headroom when it does that. <laughs> exactly what it looks like. Yeah, but that's um, right? Like from the eighties, and he yeah, would come yeah, yeah, totally looks like an eighties music video. Yeah, it does. Hundred percent. Mama headroom. <laughs> uh, Stephanie says she loves your nails, Ma. What what do your nails look like today? Oh, I have a my Christmas nails are still oh, okay. there. Just my ring finger is in silver. Okay. 
different. That they say that that's not trendy anymore to have one finger a different. But I don't care. Do my own thing. You don't I like get the top it, of the like trends it. all the time. It's all good. No. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> oh mm. gosh. Well, people are here. We should probably talk about the show. You know, we should. We can get off the elevator. We can we we can step up onto the tenth floor of General Hospital where it is a pop and off left and right. Okay, it is crazy. Half the town here is here. The Half the town is here, <laughs> folks. If you look all over the place, you're going to see somebody you know, except for doctors. TJ's TJ was there for a second. Where's Doctor Finn? He's not there. I mean, Elizabeth's running around. Um, they yeah. had that one doctor that I don't even know. Who was that guy? I don't know either. Some dude. I don't remember. Austin was there for a minute. Austin was there. Austin was there for a minute. Austin was there for a minute. But Esme so alone in that bed with a fake doctor. (laughs) (laughs) And then we got Brett. Brett dead in another bed. And just oh my goodness. Oh gosh, the haunted star needs to be decommissioned, says Melissa. Every event ends with a dead woman. Well, that ain't no lie, is it? Oh, no, wow. it isn't. Yeah, the haunted star. Someone's going to kick the bucket there. Someone's been kicking the bucket there since Luke left. <laughs> oh, no. Remember, Luke used to live on that boat. They, but, yes, even even Luke's, Luke's ashes got blown off of it into, into Scotty's face, you know? Yes. <laughs> I guess ashes. nobody died in that one, except it was about a dead person. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, that it's true. Star. It's I true, like right? that haunted star, though. I do. I like that haunted star. You know, it's true, though. It's like, you but, know. You know, we could have people stop dying on it for a minute, though, where I can Holy just smokes, it. mom. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. We, we got to have to quickly change course because Melissa has popped the lid off of something that I didn't even think about. What's that? I'm going to read it to you verbatim, mom, and I hope it bro- okay. blows your mind just as much as she blew mine just right now, okay? Okay. Brit dead in bed just as Willow gets a match. I'd totally forgotten about the relation between Willow and Brit. Oh gosh, I hope her match ain't Brit. It would be. Wouldn't it be? I mean, the timing's pretty good. You don't, I mean, you know, uh, I guess a live bone marrow might be where it's at. But there is a family relationship between uh, Brit and and, and um, Willow. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're cousins. cousins or something. They're cousins. Yeah, they're cousins. They can't. Can they harvest bone marrow from someone that's passed away? I don't know if it needs to be like living bone marrow or just bone marrow in general. You would think that it. You would think that it would have to be from a live person. I don't know I though. No, I don't know. But this is also we have to also always remember that this is a sideways reality. This is one or two steps away from the real world. Ain't so that the- you know maybe maybe there's some sort of Doctor David Hayward methodology out there as when it comes to harvesting bone marrow. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Leanne says it must be from a living person. But again, this is two or three steps away from from actual reality. So who knows what's going to happen? But hey. Uh, that's something fun to think about. Yeah. Because, I mean, who, you know, yes. I mean, the, the match came up. The match came up. Match came that up. was the last scene on Friday. It was. And she was so excited. But who is it? Who is it? It's Josiah. Who's Josiah? Who are they going to cast for this Josiah? 
Well, they're gonna have to go find a Josiah, aren't they? They're gonna have to find a Josiah, and he's gonna have to be like some some ponytail wearing hippie dude. Like I see him in like a, a brown like natural leather cow's vest with bolo tie. Could be. And and really long hair that's pulled back, but it's all like mostly gray, but not not Cyrus Renault style, but different. Got crazier. Like a little crazier, man. And then he's like, "Hey, you dudes, I'm Josiah." You know, and then you could like cast me as him and I'll do it. You just spray my beard a little bit more gray and I can be your Josiah. No problem. I know you could. I'll do it. Frank Valentini. You're <laughs> gently aware of our, our, our show. <laughs> when he was like, hey, Fido, what'd you do over the weekend? He was like, oh, I did a podcast. It was called The 10th Floor. And that's all that that Frank Valentini knows about us. But hey, you know, I'm, I'm I open. thought I saw Fido. At um, that at the Stephen Bradford show. Oh yeah, I thought I saw him. I thought I saw him, and I even said something to him. I said, <laughs> "Is your name Fido?" And he goes, "No, because no. you know it's kind of an unusual name, right?" Yeah. He's like, "No." And he looked really. He just he just uh -huh. reminded me of him so much. Oh. And he was right back of me, behind me in line. Yeah. And I, he's with a group of people and I, and uh, he goes, no, my name's not Fido. I said, oh, I thought you were Fido Xavier. I said, he's a director mm -hmm. for General Hospital. And yeah. I thought you were he, you look like him. <laughs> so, oh, sorry to disappoint you. My name's not Fido. <laughs> uh, but you made a friend for the evening. You shared drinks and had a great time. I mean, that that's how the story ends in my head. I don't know how it actually ends in real life. That, it ended right there. You <laughs> <laughs> turned around and never spoke to him again. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. All right. So, uh, you know, I mean, maybe it has to be from a living person. Maybe it doesn't have to be from a living person. I either way, maybe Jeff <laughs> is going to help two people, not just one. You know, well, everybody's dying for Jocelyn. It is, it'll be tragic if it is. if it is. Yeah. It'll be trying to kind of tragic if it is, because I don't, I don't. I don't know that they're going to go that route with a you know a couple of steps away from reality. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Gee, it, when it comes to medical stuff, so just trying to be close to reality. Actually, looking for a bone marrow. Mm -hmm. So it, maybe uh, it's somebody else. Maybe it's just somebody else in the registry. Maybe Liesel's on the registry. Maybe somebody's on the registry. Yeah. Well, somebody maybe we and you guys noticed, time. and you guys noticed the box of stuff from um from Britt's office had Willow Tate's record in it. Yes. yes. And it said chemotherapy right on the cover. Right. So, you know, as soon as Nina looks down into that box in any more detail, she's going to see, what the fudge is this? Yep. OMG. My goodness gracious. And why did, why did Liesl pack that in the box? That's not one of Britt's personal possessions. I don't know. Hmm. Why did she? Hmm. 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 What are you up to, Liesl Lobrecht? Well, she was up to a lot this week, wasn't she? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you know, she oh said goodbye to her, her daughter, Britta. She held oh, her that was... like she yeah, didn't hold oh Nathan. My God. Yeah, <laughs> she said, what can I do? You can hold me. Uh, it was I... interesting, though, yeah. that, you know, Liesl died on the, on the Haunted Star. What they needed to haul her dead body over to the hospital for? Uh, that's where the, the morgue is. Well, yeah, but you don't. Maybe she's a crime scene and they needed to examine her and do an autopsy. 
No, that's that's well, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. That makes what sense. was it? Oh, it was the snake venom once again. So it it appears that Britta didn't even realize she had the scratch. So, you know, that's kind of up in the air. You know, I'm actually yeah. interested in what the chat has to thinks about this. Okay. So she comes back to the haunted stars. She's like, oh, I changed my mind. I didn't want to leave. Right. Um, but, but then there was something about like how she said, I just wanted to spend a little more time with you all before the end or something like that. You know, just little, little tiny, little, maybe micro hints and illusions. Like she yeah. might have known that she was scratched and rather than call the ambulance and go to the hospital, she was just like, let me go back to the haunted star and be around who I can be around while this takes me rather than wasting away with Huntington's. So you, you think that possibly she knew she was scratched and avoided the hospital on purpose? Potentially. I mean, cause they said it was over an hour. Yeah. You know, potentially. Well, I got the impression that maybe I, I the, when I saw and I watched the dang thing three times, mm -hmm. I don't know why, but she did. Um, so like I it. guess I like General Hospital a lot. You do. <laughs> you want to be well informed. I watched show three times. But anyway, I got the impression that she did not. To me, she didn't realize she was scratched. But okay. who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? I oh my goodness, poor Doctor O. Oh yeah, both kids oh, now, both kids, both of them. She yes, ain't got no kids left. Both no. murdered. And, and and now Kelly Teabold ain't got no job on General Hospital either. Well, you know, I mean, always away. I know there is. <laughs> I know there is. You know, is there a single birth in General and in, in Port Charles or Never. anywhere or anybody affiliated to Port Charles? Are there any single births? No. Well, so, I mean, <laughs> they could also go the route that Heather used a different type of poison that simulated death, and they squirreled her body away, and she's been somewhere, somewhere. That's true. You know, that's done. Boom, boom, that's boom, boom, boom. Plenty. I have written Brit back to life already. Yeah. yeah. You're right. It could happen. <laughs> Uh, but the chat says, I think Brit knew, knew, says Melissa. She says, I think Brit knew. And she went out on her own accord. She knew about the poison. To Hevelin says, I believe uh, that there's more than one hook killer, which I think at this point we're pretty sure of that. Uh, Stephanie says, I believe Brit knew that she was poisoned and chose to die in her mother's arms as a victim of the hook instead of letting Huntington's take her down. Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, wow. Mm -hmm. wow. Well... I, I I thought all of it was just explosive and so good. And I, man, my heart just broke for Obrecht. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, that's exactly what happened. I think that 100% consensus on that. The uh, Twitterverse has been in no argument, at least that I've seen, when it comes to how great it was. Um, there was a couple of questions early on, on like Friday, when she like stumbled down last Friday. Mm -hmm. or scratched i think it was friday when we saw that she was scratched uh leading into her death on monday i believe it was mm -hmm. or tuesday or whatever i don't know was it a holiday yeah. week i don't remember <laughs> uh yeah there was no show on for, on monday on monday yeah okay yes because there was a football game on well, and then there was no show on thursday or something because the president was talking again or at least no broadcast to show you had to go online to watch it yeah or at midnight. I guess they still do that. 
Oh, I don't know. Or the, yeah, they do. They do. I guess in some oh, regions yeah. they're like, sorry, infomercial. We're going to play the missing General Hospital. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but goodness. Uh, yeah, it was amazing. Uh, everybody agreed, and so do I. Uh, Kathleen Gotti, um, unfortunately, this stuff came out in January, so she's not going to be eligible for this year's Emmys for it. Right, because it goes calendar year. So friggin' good, though. Oh, amazing so over good. the top 10 times so anything and and then ugh, goodness all right so you know i can go i can and then and then and then a, a bunch like a happy little 12 year old watching star trek um, <laughs> um, but she was amazing with brit and then she was also amazing with esme and then she was also amazing with nina like she missed no steps kathleen gaddy did oh, she was so good she was so good oh and man i tell you what we saw Dr. Obrett. Hey, Josie. Old Dr. Obrett <laughs> from like Just the tunnels of Spoon Island, Dr. Obrett. We saw her. It's just a little sedative. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to cut the baby out. The baby will be fine. She owes <laughs> me a child. <laughs> and then Nina totally nails it on the head. You know, she's like, if you yeah. do this, you're going to be the villain again. You don't want to be the villain again, do you? Yeah. She goes, I've done this. It didn't work. Out. It didn't work out. It didn't work out. People won't let me forget. I go, I can't log into Twitter without somebody saying, Nina Reeves, you stole a baby. What are you doing? I you know? Oh. You okay? Do you, you want this? Oh, I'm, this? No, I'm fine. You know, I, I had a stupid cold at the beginning of December. Mm. And um, that stupid cough just does not want to completely go away. And it was a chest cold thing, you know? So. It's the new normal. Every oh, illness is oh. just going to make you cough for the next six months. Oh, oh, right? Goodness gracious. Um, Melissa says, Britt would have immediately noticed if the attacker was pregnant and would have stated as such. Uh, I think we're pretty a million thousand percent sure that, that Esme didn't do this. And honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on team Esme doesn't remember anything. I kind of believe in her too. I'm kind of a believe in her too. And I think she will get her memory back and complete, com continue to play amnesia. She'll, she'll do that. Or now this is, this is what I would do. All right. Now, if I was in charge and then like, they're like a uh, head writer, Matthew. <laughs> all right. We need you to, we need you to, to take this and move and, and do something. What would you do? Right. This, mm -hmm. is, this is what I would do. Okay. She, she's amnesiac. She's amnesiac for six months. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Because we're gonna we're gonna get into what I think is great news here in a minute. But I, I read that amnesiac for six months. <laughs> yeah. All right, she's going to be a different person. <clears throat> all right, she's gonna be she's gonna be Smike. You know, she's gonna be Mike. Mm -hmm. Okay, she's gonna be Mike in Port Charles. You know, and then I she's think gonna her remember. Parents will mess that up for her though. And then she's gonna remember. And when she remembers, she's going to do that thing where the eyes, you know, where she was hugging Nicholas that one time. She was like. <laughs> I remember. You know, that. her eyes just like rolled all <laughs> over the place. She got all goofy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she's going to do that again. And she's going to be 10 times as worse as she ever has been. Because <laughs> she's going to be like, oh, yes, I remember how to be evil. And that's exactly what I want to be. Mommy, Daddy, let's go terrorize the citizens of Port Charles. And then they go skipping <laughs> through the streets together. Well, Heather and she go skipping through the streets and, and Ryan just kind of follows. Yeah. <laughs> man, oh man. She got 
Some crazy parents, as you're she sure. She's got some nutso parents, all right? Uh, <laughs> and can we just talk about how amazing Heather Weber is, just for a minute? All right, if we want to talk about amazing performances, we also got to give it to, uh, uh, I don't remember anything today. Allie right? Mills. What's wrong with me? I wanted to say Allie Larder, and that's definitely not the actress. She's a different person entirely. Allie Mills mm -hmm. is one of my favorite crazy people I've ever seen on a soap opera. <laughs> She's only been on, what, eight episodes? She hasn't been on a lot, no, but she is crazy. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, she is so nutty that I think even Ryan's a little bit, like, scared of her. <laughs> scared, <laughs> exasperated, yeah. enthralled, interested, yeah. all kinds of different things, you know? Yeah. But his heart still belongs to Ava. It does. It the does. Four of us. The five of us. Yeah, I work on a, I gotta work on a Ryan, you know. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get a Ryan going. Uh huh. Come on, no, Ava. And I don't know. I'll work on it. I'll work on it. John Lindstrom. A round of applause for J. L. John Lindstrom, Mister, Mister Dixie. <laughs> 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 I tell you. Uh, you guys, wasn't he awesome? He and it, it just gave me David Canary vibe, you know, because we saw both characters in the same episode, several scenes. It was like Wednesday or oh. something like that, where Kevin oh, was, so was talking to Esme, trying to get to the bottom of her amnesia. And then we also had Ryan and Heather. And so there was just a lot of John Lindstrom on that day. And there was. yeah, just the. When you're able to take the two characters and put them side by side and then put them, put those characters with characters that the other people have kind of interacted with, you can really see the um, very large canyonist difference and distance between Ryan and Kevin. Super good. Yes. Super but S.A. did recognize him to some degree. Right? Yes. When, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. She was like, I recognize Kevin your walked face. In there. Yeah, he's like, I, I know you somehow. Maybe I, you I know my brother, you, Ryan. I, I agree. Um, and that is the way, and that's the way Kevin explained it away, is because she spent so much time with Ryan, yes. and they have the same face. Yes. So that's, you know, that didn't, like, send out any red flags to Kevin. No, not at all. No, not not a single red flag, yeah. Uh, because yeah, of the of the fascination that she had with Ryan. Because at the at this point, you know, he doesn't suspect the family connection. He just thinks that she's obsessed with this serial killer, and it's unhealthy. Yeah, she likes. Uh, yeah, she's a little she likes, unhinged herself. She, she likes to dig around in crazy people's brains. It's not smart. No. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Dara. Hey, Dara. Uh, Dara says, a Ryan and Heather romance would be so entertaining. Two crazies attempting to be family with Esme and her child. It would be really That's interesting. That's what their plan is currently. Uh, Ryan has a little bit of traveling to do before, I think, being interested in that particular scenario. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, like I, I said, his like... heart still belongs to Ava. But that would be really interesting. Like this, this exasperated love. I know I just used that word a moment ago, but I am not going to look up a synonym. Um, but this love where he's just like constantly annoyed, but just can't get enough. Just can't mm -hmm. get enough. You know, you know, I just can't <laughs> quit you. You know, you know, yeah, you know, that kind of stuff. That kind yeah. Of stuff. <laughs> mm. I, I do think there's two hookers, you guys. Oh, there's maybe even three or four. There, there's more than one on one hook. 
And one of the times when I don't remember the scene, but there was one of the times where he had the, uh, the hook person had a much bigger frame and you could see that it was a man. You know, it was Nicholas. I, I don't know. why. <laughs> Excuse me. I mean, it's entirely possible that it was uh, Esme who hooked who hooked um, Ava. At the quarter mates. Yes. You know, it's entirely yes. possible that she did that. And then uh, and then after that, that's when the poison got introduced. Yes. And that's when they went after Diane. So that could have been somebody entirely different. That could have been that could have been a Linderman or whoever these people are that we were talking about last week. You know, <laughs> I, mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think there is at least two hooks. At least two hooks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then we've had the poison for a little bit. And then, uh, and then we got, uh, and then we have Heather who was wearing the mask and took the mask off. I was like, <laughs> but then, um, she was saying that I was doing this to keep the heat off of Esme, which kind of makes me think that she hasn't been hooking everybody. She just mm -hmm. went out to hook Jocelyn. And Maybe. once again, the hooker failed and got somebody else instead. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 And if it wasn't for Brit. Well, our little Jocelyn would have been a goner. No, for sure. For sure. And also on top of that, too, Jocelyn kicked the tar out of this particular hooker, and nobody else has been particularly successful when it comes to fighting them off. Not Brandon, right. not Rory, but Jocelyn's able to, which is another, I think, hint. Well, you know, well, you know Jocelyn, she's, she's a little spitfire. She you has remember? been pretty scrappy remember? throughout the show. She has. Remember a couple of years ago when she beat the crap out of Nail? Yeah, she beat Nail. Yeah, awesome. Honestly, <laughs> anytime, same here, as a matter so, of fact. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Anytime Jocelyn's on that pier now, I'm always like, why do you keep going through here? Why are you jogging through here, traveling through here? Stop going to the docks because you always have to fight some crazy bee. I know. What is she doing? <laughs> oh, goodness. Hey, Lori. Hi. Happy Sunday, Lori. Oh, my goodness gracious. Ugh. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, Jocelyn, she's she's been scrappy. So there's been there's been some discussion on Twitter, mother. I, you're not deep on Twitter. I'm not deep on Twitter, but I guess I spend a few more minutes on it than you do. I look at it every day. Yeah. But I don't. I I find I don't find Twitter to be all that user friendly for me. Oh yeah. So much digging. In order to get to the meat and bones of things, yeah, you got to like click on this and click on this and click on this. And then before you know, you're like eight replies deep into this weird thread. Um, mm -hmm. Honestly, I don't know how most people keep it straight because there's because that's where all of the drama happens is in those replies to replies to replies to replies to replies, which mm -hmm. I don't really get too deeply into because, you know, it it's difficult and challenging. Uh, so mm -hmm. I, I don't get to see a lot of the drama. And so there's a lot of like these vague tweets that go out there about like, well, so-and-so said something, something about such and such. And I'm just like, I have no idea what you people are even vaguely referring to. But hey, that yeah, just means it's not think, for me. I think another reason why I, I don't dig too deep into it is because I don't want spoilerific stuff happening. I don't like, I don't want yeah. that. Well, I've done a, I, anytime somebody blatantly posts a spoiler, like, oh man, on, on July 6th, the writers say that such and such is going to happen. I mute mm -hmm. that account. So we just don't ever have to see it. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> but you know, I mean, for the most part, uh, like every day gets spoiled for me because I usually see something on Twitter before I actually watch the show. But that's okay. I'm totally all right with that. Was that Rocco? 
Yes, he's dreaming. <laughs> he's dreaming? Oh, he's dreaming. such a vivid dreamer. Always has been. Yes, he's just running and, and barking and he's breathing hard and he is in the middle of something in his dream there. Goodness. His whole <laughs> life, just such a vivid, vivid dreamer. Yeah, he oh, is. Right Are you okay, on. baby boy? Weird dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness gracious um ada or laura's assistant mayor that's the prevalent theory when it comes to who one of the hookers is like we've been hearing that for weeks and weeks and weeks the thing is though we really haven't seen the ada in forever i think we saw her a couple of weeks ago that's forever in soapland um yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and then um Laura's assistant mayor, like, she's already on the out. She's already been discovered. It wasn't new news to Laura at all when Cyrus told her about it. So, yes. I don't know. Yeah. Like, if that's the case, then those suspects and those plot lines and the, the heat on those characters has really gone cold. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It, it's It's everybody and nobody until they decide to reveal who it is. I wonder if Heather is the hooker that um Natalie Gron was referring to of finding out. I don't know, because that was such a long time ago. It's possible it that Nancy Lee ago. was taken the Esme as a suspect as fact. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But hey, you know, you know, you know, folks, it's 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 absolutely true that these actors don't don't know. They're not sitting there with the writers getting the, the six month plot lines. They're getting these pages as they're written and as they're approved. Yes. They don't even know what the other characters are up to. They do tell them if it's something big huge that's really going to change the direction of the character they're playing they yeah. will let them know if it's something huge um but no they don't know yeah 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 for the most part they don't know they don't know who's cheating on who they don't know what's going on they don't know nothing and they only get their scenes you guys they don't get the whole script yeah. they don't know what's going on with everybody else either no, they have to talk to the other actors or watch the show or see what their characters are talking about <laughs> but hey, you know, it, it does add to uh, some of that authenticity when it comes to them sitting at the coffee shops and just catching up. And they're like, man, Sam and Dante finally moving in together. That's what Alexis says. And then Diane gets to go like, what? Wow. Dang, <laughs> that thing's really progressing, isn't it? And it's <clears throat> genuine because I guess Carolyn Hensley has no idea that's happening with those characters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my so, goodness. <clears throat> it must be so fun. Oh, gosh. What so, a um. So if you if you like uh, nearly get killed and you get terrorized and you get the absolute snot scared out of you. Yes. I guess it makes you really horny. You know, I mean, <laughs> when it comes down to it, Jocelyn um, just has, has just discovered. I, I don't I don't know the appropriate euphemism without sounding like a dirty old man, um, <laughs> but she's she's discovered something about life and she really likes it. Uh -oh. Yes, she has. <laughs> and what I've always said in the last few months about General Hospital wanting to grow up Jocelyn. Oh, they did it this week. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. You're 19 now, not yet 20. But that, that's fine. That, that's old enough. Go ahead. Hop right in there in that bed with this uh, Evan Hofer. Is his name. Evan Hopper. Mm -hmm. <laughs> A.K.A. Dex. Dex yes. Joss have the S-E-X. They sure did. They did the hippity-dippity. And that was like, that was a different kind of love scene that they had in do opposed to her, her love scene. So, uh, so she, yeah, uh, she, she and, and, and William Lipton, 
Johnson Cameron, uh, they had a very nice time together. Mm-hmm. They had a nice time. The job Thank got you. done. Everybody's happy. They had a nice time. Uh-huh. Dex and Joss got down. They did. <laughs> <laughs> They did. I just, you know, I I wasn't surprised by it, but at the same time, it was like, you know, he she had to be reminded that that had, that she had to be reminded about the first half of the evening, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness gracious, Jocelyn Jacks. Um, <laughs> um, you know, I mean, maybe it's 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 a direction. All right, Jocelyn is growing up. Okay, she is not. Um, she's not so innocent. Um, you know, to use another song, uh, yeah. more. she's a growing woman. Um, she's, she's going to make choices. She's going to make mistakes. She's going to be like her mother because she always has been. This isn't new. Oh, she's so much like her mother. This isn't she new. So she's always like been Minnie mother. Carly. She's always been Minnie Carly. You're right. But the way, I, I mean, Carla's going to figure that out with between her and Dex real fast. Mm-hmm. She should have just told her. I, I feel like Carly and Jocelyn, She, I think Jocelyn can tell her mother anything. I do. Yeah. There's really no reason for her to, I, I think, you know, the way they've talked, to, they've talked about Dex in the past too. And, and Carly already knows how she feels. And Carly, uh, I think she suspects maybe something would have ha- happened already anyway. Well, wherever you were, I'm glad you felt safe. Yeah. Um, but so the reason why I think she's she she so much like her mom because she is already uh, explaining away her criminal boyfriend. <laughs> well, right? you know, and then this and that, the other stuff, and I just couldn't. I mean, how many times did Carly have to do that, or felt like she needed to to protect Jason? I was just protecting Jason. I was just oh, protecting she did it with Jason. Sunny a million times too. I was just protecting ex- Sunny. Yes. And they haven't explained. She has explained away the things the 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 things that those two have done uh, for decades. Yeah. For decades. Yeah. And, and, and Jocelyn was. Ex- like her just rebooting carly and jason aren't they yes <laughs> yes he got you know were they gonna put a black t-shirt on him they already gave him jason's gun you know i mean, I mean yeah that chrome gun right yeah that like chrome the only gun. gun they have uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah yeah for sure i totally see it it's just it's it's carly jason 2.0 but this is the what if carly and jason actually actually like went through with it and didn't get pulled in other directions for the sake of this, that, or the other thing, you know. And to sew it all up, sew it all up to make it really, Carly, Jason 2.0, he's going to have to be a quarterman. Well, the chat was just talking about um, the fact that, well, people want Dex to be Jason's son somehow. I, I think it's a possibility. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, you know... It, it, Okay, so Dex is what, 25, 28, 24? Somewhere around 25? there, yeah. I we'll think say 25. For the sake of things, we'll say 25. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's 20, 20. You know, like, well, I don't know, because then you can join the Army at 18. So he could have spent two whole years in the in the Army 
uh, developing this grudge against his commanding officer and all that kind of stuff. So, 22? Have they said, chat, do you know? No, I don't think they have said. Dex is AJ's son. Now, that would be a different... Be a turn. That would be, like, sort of being, like, half-siblings to a degree. <laughs> like, one half-sibling removed uh-huh. from Joss. Eh, weird. That'd be kind well, of weird. I just, I just wouldn't be surprised if he wind up being a quarterman. Kind of looks like one a little bit. Yeah, I mean, he does. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. So he could be a Q. He could wind up being a Q. He could have the 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 um the proper um quartermain storyline that they might have wanted to try to give to Austin or something. But um, is it possible? Oh, gosh. I hadn't really thought about that at all. My mind is melting this week, Ma, when it comes to the possibilities of what's coming next on General Hospital. Okay? Oh. There's just yeah. nothing but potential and possibility. Uh, the character's 26, says Kaiwan. Maybe. Okay. 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 That's, that's right, right up the alley. All right, we'll take 26. All right, so that's nearly 10 years older than Jocelyn, but who cares? <laughs> We're not going there. Um. <laughs> you guys, they, I, I got the impression that they're trying to tell us, because, okay, the haunted star, Jocelyn? Yes. Spencer? Yes. They'd be 21 years old to be an haunted star. Ooh, did we age them to 21 now? Are they going to be at the I, end of college before I, you know it? I, I think so. Because he I did give they... her a drink, but then she was also like, Ewie, spewy, spewy, oh gross. I've never so tasted I, alcohol before. But I got the impression, though, that, you know, they're trying to depict them as 21 years old now. Like I said, Roman, remember, you, like I told you, I've said it many times on this podcast before, okay? Shows like soaps, especially soaps, skip the boring years. They do. Okay. Four, uh, 13 to 16, 13 to 17. Eh. Yeah. You have, to be on a, you have to be on a Degrassi type show for that to be any sort of um, mostly interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, but this is General Hospital. This is about the grownups, not the Degrassi. This isn't about the high school drama. So yeah. you get little things. You get, you get Lila's kids and, oh, my boyfriend has brain cancer and just little tiny little bits. Yeah. But for the most part. It's not good TV. Yeah, they keep that age group pretty much off yeah. the screen. And then 18 to 21, that gap where you can't drink and it's awkward and weird for you to be like doing it. Mm -hmm. And then people still refer to you as the kids when mm -hmm. you're the young adults and all that. You just, you got to skip all that. You got to move past that and get to mm -hmm. when you can drink and make poor choices and go to the club and be at the Savoy and do all of that. So I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. The chat is popping off and I haven't read any of it and I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love how engaged everybody is. <laughs> That's good. Excuse That's me. good, good, good. Uh, age never matters, says Jeannie. It's it's true. It's it's a soap, you know. At this point, at a certain point, you just kind of suspend any sort of judgment that you would have in the real world and just accept the fact that it's a, not necessarily a story about this person at this particular age falling for somebody at this particular age. And it's right. a story about um, Jocelyn falling for a criminal while hating Sonny. Yeah. That's what the story's about. Yeah. Hey, Linda. I, I, you can I, come. Her, I think her mother will really understand all of it, though. Yeah. And but she'll and and and, and she should she should understand when her sweet little daughter don't listen to her at all. Oh no. 
Oh, no. But Carly ain't never listened to nobody. Would you have listened to me? Would you have listened? Would you have listened if you were me, Mom? If this was Jason, would you have listened? Don't you bring him up. Oh, you said you would never hit me. Oh, I'm so sorry, Jocelyn. I'm going to Australia. No, don't. Yeah. Nah, she's there not going to Australia. There's no there drama to have in Australia. No, there ain't going to. No, there ain't. She ain't going to. I'm still waiting for the, them to read the news report that a tidal wave has drowned jo uh, Jack's. You know, Jasper Jacks <laughs> dies in freak surfing accident. You know? <laughs> Maybe his brother turned on him. <laughs> and then they got to figure out, oh no, he really died because of this, that, or the other stuff. And they find out that it was Jerry Jacks who did it. And then they can find the connection between Victor Cassidyne and Jerry Jacks because Jerry Jacks also took out Luke. Well, they could just say that he had a tragic Oops. surfing accident. Oops. They sure That little thin thing on your surfboard conked him in the head. Jasper Jacks eaten by a shark. Jasper Jacks hit by freak submarine. You know, like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, just cheating on Cameron while hating Sonny is cheating for cheating on Car. Just hating, just cheating on Cameron while hating on Sonny for cheating on Carly. There we go. Yeah, that, that's another aspect of the story. Just cheating on somebody while hating Sonny. Basically, everything is tied into her hatred of Sonny for her to one day realize, O-S-H-I-T, I've been way <laughs> too hard on him. Look yeah. how easy it was for me to make the same choices. Yeah, because she's explaining away Jax already. Yes, yes, yes. Well, well, you know, he's totally right about the gun. And, you know, I mean, she was fine. She said it was okay to go. And now she's dead. I do appreciate, though, that she came She told Carly immediately, though. Oh, she lied in her face five minutes earlier, though. Right. But now that somebody's <laughs> dead, we're throwing that away. If she was yeah. fine, then, yeah, you know, this other stuff, it sucks. Ultimately, the person was wounded. Okay. There's a lot of wounded mm -hmm. people in town. That doesn't really l limit it too much. Yeah. It's really not that valuable of information, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So it can be explained away, like you said, of not sharing it to protect a Dex more than this would help the case. Yeah. Ooh. She's protecting Dex because of that gun. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. That it's, Just you know, unregistered and... Has no serial number, I guess. <laughs> oh goodness! Yeah, it's Jason's gun. Like, uh, Jason's gun. It was Jason's gun. Yeah, so he's like, I don't know who'd be traced to. It'd be traced to Jason. Nah, it's not mm -hmm. registered, Jason. It's it'll be traced to some random person in Port Charles. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mike Corbin, he's passed away. Uh, <laughs> um, what else is going on here? And you know, I was going to change the subject. Should I change the subject? Let me see if anybody else has something to say about Dex and Joss and all that what we're talking about here. Because I find that we'll like talk about something and then we'll shift to another topic and then we'll go back to the original one because I start reading the chat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Um, uh, Kaiwan says that technically in soaps, they just change the year depending on what they're doing. So, I mean, yeah, 100%. I've seen it. You know, J.R. Chandler was born in the early 90s, but then the mid 80s, <laughs> you know, by the time it was all over. Yeah. Um, age never matters, says Jeannie. Totally true. Totally true. Totally true. We talked about that. Um, ba -ba -ba -ba. Luke was 15 years older than Laura. Um, and Jeannie and, to and Tony are also equal ages apart. So yeah, age, age doesn't matter. When it comes down to it, it's a, stories about these particular characters, not about how old these particular characters are. And when you have somebody like Austin, who, you know, um, Roger Howarth is clearly not a man in his mid-30s. But Austin no. is... Yeah. So sometimes yeah. it's just a, about a character. 
You know, yeah. you just got to take it for what it is. Roger did a good job with all the Brit stuff. He really did. So what was great about Roger Howard this week was that he wasn't necessarily playing Austin. He was playing Franco. He was. Anytime you're like, he goes in there to talk to Liesl. Mm-hmm. And he's like, how are you doing, Liesl? Like using the first name and all that kind of, he, he, that was, that was Franco. Yeah. And that's why it was good. Yeah. I don't know how they fix this, but they need to fix know. this. They need to fix Austin. They, they do. Need, they need to make him Franco again somehow. Like, I, I honestly think that the fans will accept anything. Complain about it, but at the end of the road, they accept it. You know, I mean, we've we've <laughs> already established digital memory swaps. We can do some sort of funky, like I said, you know, Victor's poison the water so nobody recognizes him type of thing. Like mm-hmm. we can we can do any number of different stuff, but we yeah. got to fix this because Austin is not working. Austin's not working. No. Austin's not working, mm-hmm. and they don't really have a storyline. You know, the only storyline they have for him is the you know. The, the person that he's taking his orders from and the whole, whole cousin thing, you know, uh, Mason, the cousin. Yeah. But, you know, they got to move on that. Mm-hmm. They got to move sure. on that. Yeah, I don't, Maybe I don't that'll know. be the next wave of story. Maybe. Maybe. Perhaps. Because they're going to have to start coming up with some new, um, you know, just think there there is there's starting to be some conclusion to hook thing. I guess so we're starting to sort of lean toward that in mm-hmm. some capacity. Some capacity. Some capacity. A couple of months. I think they're gonna they're I don't know. But then all these babies gotta be born too. <laughs> babies gotta be born. Willow's <laughs> babies gotta be born. Right? Um yeah, there's a lot of babies. Oh no. Oh, and there who's who's the third baby? Uh, Esme Willow. There's no third baby. Is there a third baby? I think there's just the two. Okay. I, th- I really think there's just the two. Unless Molly's pregnant, we don't know about it. Yeah, there's only two babies. There's only two babies. There's only two babies. Can you imagine little 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 mini TJ running around? Ah, TJ needs to have some babies. You know what? No, T- TJ just needs to have more girlfriends. I'm re- I'm ready for TJ to just get it on with all half of poor Charles Ma. I really am. Well, I, I, you know, I've said it before. If they're not going to give Molly and TJ some story and show and have and have their relationship but be on screen, split them up. Split Let them do some other stuff. Let yeah, them do other stuff. Why keep them? Why keep them around? Why do it? Mm-hmm. There's no reason to keep the the relationship going if we're not going to be um, taking advantage of it. You mm-hmm. know, put put some drama in there. Mm-hmm. What happened to the whole Willow is cheating on with TJ thing? You know, like the consistency, the consistency of these plot lines, I think does need to increase. That's what I feel. Wow. Well, I think the, the rotten egg in the basket when it comes to that. Nina. Was the Webbers. Oh, the Webbers? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When it comes to like, what is this stinker? This bomb? This thing that just exploded in front of us live on TV? Yeah. It's used all this time for something that just... Oh, okay. oh, I'm going to the world. That's a bummer. That's a bummer. I, I, I hope that there's a, another real reason. I don't know. Maybe this is a lie on top of a lie. All right. So we told you this, but it was really because we're in the CIA. I don't yeah. Know. Something, <laughs> right? As it turns out, you're not our daughter. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Something. I don't know. Let's hope Something. no baby switch, says Jeannie. I don't think there's going to be a baby switch. I don't see the point of switching Esme and Willow's baby at all. Mm-mm. Those those plots are so disconnected from one another that I just why 
Who would that serve? What would that do? Mm -hmm. Just not into it. Just not into the idea. Uh, uh, I think James Franco had an issue with the character named after him. Might be why they had to kill Franco. I don't know about that, Dara. I don't think James Franco has much sway in Hollywood anymore. He got a lot in a lot of trouble during the Me Too times. So, <laughs> yeah, I uh, did. <laughs> uh, so hey, you know, Co Cody, got, Cody got some moments with uh, with Felicia this week. Yes, you know, Cody got to got to say good. Well, he got the news live in his face. That Brit died. He did. And he's like, oh, man, that sucks. Oh, a bummer. Gosh, I really messed out on my chance with that, didn't I? Oh, golly. His stepmom came to tell him. He knows that's his stepmother. <laughs> I, just, I just felt like, Matt, like you should be told in person, and Mac would have told you if he could, but I'm the one that's contracted on General Hospital, so I have to make the appearances on the show. <laughs> so I'm here telling you while he's busy investigating this crime. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was sweet though. I liked it. Yeah, it was sweet. I, I can understand uh, some of the fans' reactions to uh, Cody getting the news being told to him. But we don't get to see Brad necessarily learning it or anybody like that. But we got Spencer. We got Spencer being told. We got Sonny being told. We got Jocelyn being told. We got a lot of perspective of people being told. It was just wasn't mm -hmm. it just wasn't Brad and Maxie. Right, right. But then they also got. We got a lot of their reaction, though. A lot of their reaction. Just because we didn't necessarily get their uh, immediate, <gasps> what do you mean, Brit's dad? Doesn't mean that we didn't get to see the whole gamut of their uh, grieving process. And I got to say, Ma, I got to say, I got to say this, okay? I'm totally a Brad fan now, okay? Are you a Perry Shin fan now? I've always, you know, well, I've never hated Perry Shin, all right? No, I've just I know. hated you've Brad, always... that whiny SOB. I know that. Just a whiner. Oh, Wiley. Oh, gosh. What am I going to do? I kidnapped a baby. I can't have anybody find out. Why, Julian? Why, Julian? Why, Julian? Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> Jump off the hospital. This Brad, though. This Brad is way better. I think this is the Brad that was on before Brad kidnapped Wiley. This is the real Brad. The fun Brad. Well, Brad was fun before, but he was such an underhanded person. Well, he's, he's not so he, he's not he's not like that anymore yeah <laughs> doesn't appear to be like that anymore but um oh he's just so he was just so heartbroken yeah so yeah. heartbroken and i hope and i think they can i really do think they can you know his quirky relationship he had with brit and how fun it was to watch yeah i think they can do that with maxi i i think that they're already kind of sort of leaning into that especially with the inter interaction okay so they got their real sadness you know he, he got he got my favorite line of the week it's probably what i'm gonna, what i'm gonna name the episode on the podcast on the podcast upload the audio one if you're not listening you can i don't know where you can find all your podcasts and while you're at it like and subscribe this thing anyway um <laughs> uh but he got my, one of my favorite lines of the week was um i didn't need her to be, be brave i just needed her to be in my life yeah oh. Brad, uh, so sad. Uh, but I thought that was a great line. So whoever wrote that, kudos. Good job on the performance. I'm a total Brad fan. And when it came to the end of it, after the sadness was done and they started talking about what outfit they were going to put Brit in, mm -hmm. it just really goes to show uh, how they are going to be processing this. You know, I really like how it wasn't like they're sad, but they're not processing it in the I'm going to cry myself to sleep every night for the next six months type of way. And so that's kind mm -hmm. of refreshing to see. Because, my goodness, we've got a lot of crying from people like Sasha. So, 
Don't need a mm-hmm. bunch of Tearfield people. Um, but I, I thought it was funny for them to be like, I'm not going to let you put her in some sort of tr- <laughs> current trendy uh, garbage. Well, I'm not trendy let trash. Her, or did she say know, something some like sort of, trash? Uh, trash? Current, I don't know. Trendy trash. And he was like, well, I'm not going to let you dress her like a, a librarian. or I don't know what it was. but Yeah, it was, it was funny. Stuff. It was good stuff. Was and good I think that you're right. I think that they can capture maybe not the same exact magic because you can never capture lightning in a bottle twice. Okay. I know that from personal experience. I, mm-hmm. I am lucky enough to be able to uh, create an amount of chemistry with anybody that I kind of work with. An amount of chemistry. But there are some people mm-hmm. that I work with very, very well. Mm-hmm. Like Perry Von Vicious. Yes. Like, but that, that is not something I would ever be able to replicate anywhere else. Mm-hmm. With anybody else. So we're never going to get a Brit and Brad again. But a Maxi and Brad could be a lot of fun, especially when you mix in Spinelli. Yeah, that could be your cornerstone of comic relief, of lighthearted storytelling, of an amount of escapism in your escapism from the intense and heavy dramatic beats that yes. exists in General Hospital. So, uh, I I think we're going to see Maxi and Brad on the red carpet. <laughs> Yeah, if we ever get another nurse's ball, absolutely. If we ever get another nurse's ball. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm or maybe they'll watch it on TV and talk smack about everybody like he and Britt did. But I do think that, you know, I, I don't, I, I'm not interested in it being exactly the same. Of course, like you said, it can't be. But I think that they could really pull off some good stuff with Max and Brad. And they've already, they've already said that, you know, we're going to honor what she said. We're going to be friends. Yeah. We're going to do this. We're going to try this. There was, there was a reason why she wanted to store it together and, and, and figure out how to kind of do something. So, yeah, I think um, I, I hope that the funeral that they have, they're definitely going to have a funeral episode. A hundred percent. Oh, I think so. too. Randall got a funeral episode. I don't see why Britt wouldn't. Um, mm-hmm. So they'll have the funeral episode and it's it's going to be great because I feel like it's going to be just that that perfect blend of Brad Maxey. Mm-hmm. So just like the, the party on the on the Haunted Star was it was a great blend of the two. Mm-hmm. It was classy. It was a black and white attire. There was nice food and good centerpieces and drinks. But the waiters weren't wearing shirts, and the whole thing was hosted by a drag queen. Yeah, and it was a bridge fest. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes, it was. It was. It was. Um, it had. Uh, it had it all, didn't it? It had it all. It had. It had it all. It had. It had shirtless servers. It mm-hmm. had death. It had mystique. It had it karaoke. Had... It had, it had karaoke. <laughs> it had returning people from the dead. It had murder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! It's sad. And and the party had one of our our. I tell you, it's our community's favorite couple playing, being together. But yes, right, 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 right. They were not playing. Oh, no, 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 no. This pretending is is nowhere close to pretending. No, that was not pretending. They were really digging on each other. And and if if Esme wouldn't have... Yeah, they might have just started getting it on right there on the deck. They Uh, were going to be kissing. No, I got to say, now, now, even though I don't get deep into these replies into replies into replies on Twitter, I have seen how horny some of these people are getting when it comes to Spencer and Trina. (laughs) And they are ready for a scene between those two, like Jocelyn just had with Dex. Yeah. Like, and you know, I'll, I'm going to say I can't say this live. You know, I, I clicked that this is a family friendly broadcast, so I can't repeat some of the things that I have read. But mother, my goodness, 
<laughs> They're getting graphic, huh? You know how Nicholas Chavez ate that tangerine or whatever in that one movie? <laughs> yes. They would like a recreation. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, they've been very inspired by Anna and Valentine. Well, well if Anna and Valentine can get away with doing all this stuff and they're ancient and icky. Now, they haven't said that. I'm, 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 please don't attack me. <laughs> they do not, <laughs> at least in my experience, from what I've seen, outwardly and outright attack other fandoms. Like I well, just they were. You're, they, but Anna and yeah, and Valentine, they had sexy, sexy scene, and they implied a lot of stuff. Oh boy, they sure did. Mm -hmm. The downtown dining and entertainment entertainment district is what I like to call it. <laughs> Let Lulu sleep, says Nikisha. I don't know where that comes from, but yeah, Lulu doesn't need to wake up. She's fine right now. But you you said last week, Ma, that you feel like it's coming soon. I do because um because Sam and Dante are too happy. Yeah. Well, we're about to find out. Like I said last week, we're about to find out that he killed a man in 1996. <laughs> yes. <So>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lucas and Lulu will fight Brooklyn and Brad for Maxie. Team Lulu versus Team Berber. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Why can't they all just be friends? You know, like what, what happened to big epic friend groups? You know? Why can't we be friends? Because it's us. Uh, so we got Why to lie to each other and stab each other too. <laughs> uh, Heather has a history of being an escape artist. Well, yeah, that's why she wants to stay in the minimum security prison. But well, yeah, she's good at it. And she manipulates people. She's got her own set of keys, man. She's like, she oh, my favorite guard. Keys. She always got a guard in her back pocket because I think she does some downtown dining for those guards. Oh, goodness <laughs> gracious. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, gosh, it makes me think of that movie Kingpin. Do you remember that bowling movie Kingpin with Woody Harrelson from forever ago? Yes. And, and then it's like, like nasty landlord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that was dirty. All right, so Heather's a little put together, more put together than that lady. But, ugh. Gross. <laughs> uh, I like Heather because she's really funny, says Damien. She is funny. I think Allie Mills is really Hilarious. pulling off a very entertaining performance. Not only is she uh, funny in how she's interacting with Ryan, but she's also super scary, too. Okay? Like, her scene that she had with William Lipton eating the BLT with the knife in her hand and just cutting into the sandwich yes. and eating like that. That's in that. I was worried. Yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't worried scary. for Cameron she's because she would never hurt her little Cameron. Probably not, but but Blood you never scary. know. Yeah. But you never know. You know, let someone whisper in her ear that um, Cameron uh, was after her daughter in some way. Well, now he's mm -hmm. now now he's now. now now he's a threat to the family. Exactly. Ah, because she, she she likes Cameron because Franco liked Cameron, not because they're blood related. Mm -hmm. Weber isn't is is a married name for Heather. She's not a bloodhead Weber. No, she, she kept it from when she married Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is why they had that one scene with Jeff. Yeah, because Weber in uh, Port Charles used to be a you know um, a well respected wealthy family. Yeah, yeah, and now it's just down to poor, poor, poor broke Elizabeth. Can't mm -hmm. rub two quarters together to start a fire. No, and she and and what about now? What about Heather? You know. So she's, she, she forgot about Stephen Lawrence and she don't seem to care about him. She mentioned him, didn't she? 
She did. Yeah. But she ain't trying to get him out of jail. Oh, well, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe she'll ask Cyrus to help. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'm ready for all these people to get out of jail, though. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I am. Just, just ready for all the loonies to break out. Just for, for Port Charles yeah. to become a war zone. You know, I, I well, what, you know, Nicholas is in, he, he's in deep doo doo, man. He's knee deep in. <laughs> you know, I mean, if the, if General Hospital is supposed to be the action show, let's get into some of the action, all right? Yeah. You know, General Hospital yeah. is where the, where the intense daytime primetime action comes. Let's do some daytime primetime. Huh? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do and it. Sonny, and Sonny knocked the piss out of him. He sure did. He knocked the crap out of Nicholas mm-hmm. for doing the same thing that Sonny did 12 years ago with Ava. Yeah, you no, know, we're, we're here, they're there. We're not here, they're there. That's fine. Mm-hmm. The only difference is, you know, Sonny banged Ava next to AJ's coffin. You know, that's, that's the only difference. Yeah. <laughs> I'll talk to the crypt, dirty. Oh, nasty. Oh, goodness <laughs> gracious. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chandra wants Reverend Cyrus to set up a ministry for reformed criminals. Just Joy yeah, Novak just sitting there just going, you know what? You're right, Cyrus. I have led my <laughs> life astray. You know, I thought I thought that I was the shepherd, but instead I was the sheep. And it is now time for the wool to be pulled off of my eyes, and I see the Lord for what he really is, Cyrus, and you've shown me that. Thank you. Well, that would be a twist on General Hospital. I didn't expect that one. <laughs> would I write it? Mm. Mm. I'd write anything they asked me to. I know you would. <laughs> but, uh, uh, Trina better not get pregnant, says Travoice. I don't know why you're so worried about Trina getting pregnant. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with Trina getting pregnant? She can get pregnant. This is what we do in General Hospital. All right? The men are tough and the women are pregnant. And no one seems to know how to use a contraceptive. Can we please, <laughs> like, two or three steps away from reality in which the condom was just not invented? Right? <laughs> You know, have they ever even mentioned one on on the soap ever? No, because condoms are not sexy. <laughs> you don't need that moment where they're starting to get it on, and they're like, "Hold on a second, I gotta get something." No. Why don't you go freshen up for a minute? Mm-hmm. Okay, you ready? Yeah, that's not romantic. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is Joey still alive? I think Joey Novak is still alive. Is he dead? I don't think Joey's dead. His uncle is. Yeah, they blew up the other Novaks. I think he's still alive. Eh, whatever. <laughs> Joey Novak is the hook. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, everybody, uh, do what Cheryl said and hit the like button. And then yeah. also, you know what? The trend right now on YouTube is they're saying, um, hit the, hit that subscribe. Um, it's a little click for you, but it means a lot to us. It there does. There go. You know, it's a little click it for does. you, but it means a lot for us. Go ahead and say, hit that subscribe button. Thank you, thank you. If Trina gets pregnant, says Medora. Hey, Medora. Uh, Portia can't say anything because of her lies. Oh, Portia gonna have plenty to say though. People, you know, that's that that's what they do. They, that's what they do. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's, it's it's fine when they did it, but but when someone else does it, it's like oh my gosh. I don't know, my maybe Portia and Stella are related. <laughs> Oh goodness! I don't know. We had, we had a little we had a little Portia and and Curtis this week. It wasn't very impactful. They just had a little chit chat. Mm-hmm. They just talked. Yeah, they you know, didn't. Trina yeah. said she it loved wasn't... me. Oh, that's nice, Curtis. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. It wasn't a super Ashford week. 
No, 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 no. And I don't think it's really a super Ashford week unless we have Marshall on anyway. Giving somebody some grandfatherly advice. Just, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it when he when he did when he told her that the boundaries don't apply to grandpas. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> oh goodness, and he's gonna find out that he's actually truly really her grandfather. Mm -hmm. Blood. Uh, so will it be 2023 for Roger's year for a story? Not with Austin. They got to kill off Austin and bring back uh, Franco. There's just nothing they can do. It's too far gone. He's been on for too long, doing too much of nothing for Austin to ever be interesting. I'm sorry. Austin's been on for a year, hasn't he? He's been on for more than a year. Yeah, he has. He was Austin already when we went and saw him in March. And he's dang near March again. Mm-hmm. He and had at already that point, been At that time. point, they had already walked away from the potentially him being um autistic story. Because he, yeah. he had said that he, he was originally playing the character as such, but then yeah, stopped. <laughs> they stopped. Yeah, and that was a more interesting yeah. character to do as well. Because Anyway, anyway, we, 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 we could do a special on Roger Howarth and get plenty of people uh, interested in our take on that. Uh, but other people deserve more talk, Mother. Yes. Okay. Now, yeah. now, 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 as Esme showing up on the Haunted Star shocked me. Okay, that shocked me more than Heather being the hooker. Yeah, I, 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 well, what shocked me was her pitching her own self off the parapet. That's shocking too. She did, had no idea whether or not she would survive that or not. She really didn't. I'll take Todd Manning, Melissa. I'll take Todd Manning. They don't want to do Franco. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect that either, but I guess, you know, her, her lighting the fire to escape was too intense. And she's just like, you know what? At this point, I survived this once already. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take my chances. F this. Yeah. Uh, splash. They even and did a little splash sound effect. Did you hear it? Yes. <laughs> and, and the haunt, evidently the haunted star is not, it's dark, not that far from Spoon Island. Apparently nothing is all that far from each other. Um, apparently the hospital is only a couple of blocks from here, my Brita. Yeah. Which means that I Brit mean could have easily gone to the hospital. Anyway. What, what what did what did Esme do? Just float on her back? I guess. What the heck? And then she just climbed on a boat rather than the dock or the shore. She was just like, oh, a boat. Let me crawl on this boat. Was yeah. it at sea? I don't remember. I don't know if they ever said that kind of stuff. No, it's docked. Yeah, well, there you go. Oh, it's goodness. been docked for a while. It doesn't go out on sea. It's seaworthy, though. Yeah. But it does not move very often. Well, it's then, yeah, I don't know. Right, whatever. Right there but regardless, the Shim, her, Shim, her coming up to um, Spencer and Esme, Spencer and Trina before anybody else was not something that I expected. Her collapsing in front of them and then being like, oh, crap, we lured her out already. Thank goodness. Oh, wait, mm -hmm. what's going on? She's pregnant and cold. Uh, yeah. Hospital? Weird. Yeah. Didn't expect it. And then everything blew up immediately when it comes to who the baby daddy is. Immediately. Well, they. what was Nicholas going to do? He didn't have a choice. He was going to have to. He wanted to tell Ava quietly over in the corner and she was not having it. Oh, she was not having it. Oh, Ava mad as hell. Oh, Ooh, goodness. <laughs> you know what would be fun? It would be fun to have a scene with all the women that are capable of being really violent and nutty. Okay. Like Ava. Uh-huh. Like Nina. Yeah. Like Obrett. Okay. Like Heather. All in one scene. Whew. 
<laughs> it's like when they had all the crazies together at the end of All My Children, when they went into the, the loony bin, and they had, mm -hmm. um, gosh, Janet was there. Mm -hmm. And they had Marion. Mm -hmm. Um, gosh, was Crazy Annie in there? I'm not sure if she was or wasn't. Um, because Melissa Claire Egan might have been on Young and the Restless or something by then. But uh, <laughs> yeah, where they she had just the, the people in the loony bin uh, for mm -hmm. for that last week or two, just saying goodbye yeah. to these crazy characters. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Marion Colby. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Marian. Bang Tad. Goodness gracious. Yeah, she did. Doing it, Tad. Tad the Cad. Marty well, the Cad. Was... Marty. Marty the compelled lawyer. Who must <laughs> represent this head case. Yeah. I want her I want him during this to compare his his experience with Esme to his experience with Nell. Now I already tried to defend one crazy SOB before. <laughs> but here I am doing it again and I'm just not having it. Well, I'm kind of... Will you shut up, Nell, Esme? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess, you know, there wasn't a long list of people that Nicholas could have called when it comes to that. I guess not. You know, I don't even think, I don't even think Martin's a good choice, actually. <laughs> he didn't want to do it. He had to get offered triple his normal fee for what is officially pro bono work. Yeah. Like, he had to get real <laughs> unscrupulous with it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> but Nicholas uh, said he was going to triple it. He would triple it. Mm -hmm. Double yeah. it and then triple it. Yeah, double it and then triple it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess Nicholas going to try to take that baby and have it be his own. Yeah, he's going to try. He's always intended on raising the baby. Mm -hmm. I should have taken her to Cassidine Island before. Yeah, you should have. I don't yeah, know why you, you waited so long. I know. I know. And you know what? I think he's I think he uh he's putting way too much faith and too much too much trust in this Demetrius person. A lot of it because he's he's already getting a little soft for Nell. He's already getting yeah, for Esme. He's already getting yeah, soft yes, for Esme. <laughs> <laughs> he's already yes. getting soft for Esme. And they have him cleaning up everything mm -hmm. back at Spoon Island. And now he's he's armed with all the information though. That he's means he armed can, with everything. He can he can you'll you'll Mister Kessadine. I will I will make sure that I tell everybody every detail of what you and Elizabeth have been up to. Mm -hmm. That's a little more Yuri, but whatever. Oh yeah. Yuri, where are you at, Yuri? He had the flu. He had the flu. He had the flu. Come That's back, Yuri. There. <laughs> Poor Marty. Mama's pet cat's gonna need to bake him a hummingbird cake to call calm his nerves. Says Chandra. <laughs> yeah, I you, would. you need to bake a cake and like somehow preserve it and send it <laughs> to Michael Light, <laughs> care of General Hospital, <laughs> Prospect Park Studios, <sighs> and then for him to go. <laughs> no, you you can't. I don't, I don't you can't know. just mail him a cake. You'd have to send him something oh, yeah, from a bakery. Yeah, I would. I would. And have you'd to also have to find out like when he's working. I don't know how the I don't know how the fans do it because they're they're able to like. Like they sent they sent Nicholas Chavez and Tabian Ali this box of super decadent delicacies from Los Angeles or something mm -hmm. delivered straight to the studio and they did a they did a Twitter Instagram of eating it and having a good time and being all cute together. Um, I don't know how they found out when these be, when they're working. Mm. Yeah, I don't mm. know. Laura, you wanna you wanna try hummingbird cake? This is what you do. All right, you make one. All right. It's real easy. You get a little bit of cinnamon cake, okay? 
and then you get a little bit of like bananas and pineapple or something, and then you like mash it all together. I I and then just you bake it at 150 degrees for three minutes. <laughs> you guys, I made hummingbird cake for Christmas, and I I just I just googled it. You just googled it. We have a, we have a video. We have a video of us examining the hummingbird cake and saying Merry Christmas and stuff. So check that out on the channel. I, I re I readdress the channel a little bit so it's easier to find some of the videos now. I did that. Well, that's good. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> check it out and subscribe if you haven't. Um, let's see here. God bless you, Matt. Well, thank you very much. I sneezed and Chandra says bless you. So thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, poor Ava says Melissa. Uh, she's like Laura. I love and respect you, but Nicholas will pay. Uh, Laura's yeah. like, Ava, I love you and respect you. Please don't hurt my dumb son. He's dumb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't hurt my idiotic son. He's Listen, a Nicholas is just a he stupid dummy. All right. His father is Stavros Cassidyne, okay? <laughs> He's an idiot. Time <laughs> for Stavros to come back. He would come back three times from the dead, I think, already. <laughs> Stavros is a dead, right? Because it was it was it was it was Uncle Uncle Stefan. And Stavros' daddy. Stavros is Nicholas's daddy. Yes, yeah. Miklos' grandpa. Because because um uh because because Laura slept with Stavros and forgot. Or yeah. she slept with Stavros, had a baby, and said, "I'm never talking about this." And then she had to talk about it. Yeah, she had to talk <laughs> about it because he showed up in town. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, he's I need your help." Or and then she's like, "No, I need your help. I need your blood. Come here, Lulu's mm -hmm. sick." Yeah, something like that. Something, something like, that. like that. Chandra really wanted uh, Nick to be Stefan's son after all, because because that was that was kind of like the fatherly bond that we got to see on the show to a degree, right? Yes. Old Patchy, yes. old Patchy from Days. Yes. Yes. As <laughs> as uh, Stefan raising Tyler Christopher on Spoon Island, trying mm. to teach him the ways of being a bad Cassidyne. While Laura's like, "No, don't do it, Stavros. Don't do it, Stefan. Don't." Mm -hmm. And then Stefan died. And it, I think they <laughs> she she rekindled her relationship with uh, with um, Stefan for a minute when I he was know. on the show. I, I, there might have been there might have been. I, I remember as a, as a, as a child, a teen, a child, something or whatever. But I do remember going uh, and seeing some of the stuff on. I just I can see in my mind's eye, you know, Stefan with his beard, mm -hmm. and uh, and 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 Nicholas, young younger Tyler, teenage Chris. Teenage Tyler Christopher, and uh, he was very young when he first came on the show. Fresh-faced ingenue, Jeannie Francis as Laura, just all yeah. up in there in the in the Cassidyne living room, which I don't think has changed all that much. No, at all. They really changed it. Hmm. I wonder how. Well, they I'm cannot gonna... redecorate Spoon Island. Come on, mm. it needs to look like a dark, dank. It's a castle. castle like it it's does. a castle. We can't not make it a castle. No. <laughs> Stavros is definitely a daddy rar. Oh, <laughs> you know that like the Quartermain's living room. Remember mm -hmm. how they completely redid it? But they have added elements of. They've kind of meshed the two together now. Yeah, where it used to be very blue and very white. Uh -huh. Now it's got more wood grain back in it. You know, and I think it's just kind of like they. Kind of take both sets and kind of made it one yeah like the old and the new and i'm with it i'm with all of it look up stefan's <laughs> funeral it's on youtube it's a hoot and a half apparently he had a had a fun funeral i don't know i don't know oh i will that, 
Oh, uh, well, you got me at a hoot and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I love having a, hoot, having, a, having a hoot and a half. The only thing better is having a hoot and a hoot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Demetrius is awesome, says Lori. Demetrius is kind of cool. I'm interested. I want Demetrius and Yuri to go on some sort of like buddy adventure together. <laughs> you know, some sort of holiday, like next next Christmas, instead of having the entire cast on there, right? You just follow Yuri and Demetrius. As they try to get the pizza to the quarter mains. <laughs> and Nicholas cracked me up too with the uh -huh. Elizabeth. Like, she never wanted a Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> now, somebody in chat said that Spencer is eventually going to find that ornament that was in Esme's stuff and kind of put everything together that she's been on Spoon Island this whole time. Mm -hmm. Now, this is this is a development, all right? Because because Spencer had just gotten this advice from Alexis to get out of there, just GTFO. Yeah. Of the yeah. of the of the Cassidine everything, just uh -huh. insist on your independence. And he started to do that. He's like, "No, I'm not gonna live here. This is no, no, no. I'm gonna be my own man." And then here now, oh my God, how was he supposed to stay away from this? Because he's yeah. like, "How do Cameron? What do I do? How do I be a good big brother?" And he's yeah, she's, and he's really isn't he supposed to have to be with? His uncle? I, technically, I don't know, really know what's going on with that because it went from with his uncle to on Spoon Island until the month is over or whatever. Yeah, but uncle had moved in there too. He was there. Right, but then he moved out very shortly soon after. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on with that. I, so, I, I don't know. I imagine his probation is, is, is over soon because now, yeah, Chandra says uh, Sonny's going to take him in. They walked out of Kelly's together. I loved yeah. it. And then Dex was staring at Cameron. And Cameron's like, why are you staring at me? Oh, yeah. I think I know what's going on now. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Well, and 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 Spencer brought it up. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. What's Dex got to do with this? Kind what of thing. does Dex have to do with this? Dex has everything to do with this. Dex slipped her the willy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Do people even <laughs> say that stuff anymore? Probably not. Do people ever say that stuff outside of my dad? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a normal phrase? Because sometimes I'll say things and 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 it's and, a normal mm. phrase for someone in your dad's age group. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. So, so it's totally like like just seventies lingo. Because <laughs> I don't know. I I um I have an interesting way of speaking, so I hear my um my colloquialisms, my slang, is mm -hmm. not current. Well, Matt, I, well, I'm not surprised I, to hear that because you've been hanging around with adults your entire life. I do. You, I never, did. you did not like children when you I were didn't, a kid. I didn't like teenagers and children. I didn't like my peers. I like the adults so much better. And nowadays, yeah. I just don't like anybody. And then, um, <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. And then, um, and then when it comes down to it, when I was growing up and stuff, I wasn't interested in like Total Request Live on MTV and TRL and music videos and Cartoon Network and all that kind of stuff that everybody else really liked. I was I was more of a Nickelodeon kid. And then past that I watched a lot of like game shows like Match Game and, and things of that nature or soaps or a bunch of just freaking Star Trek like a dork. Star Trek. So much Star Trek. It's so good though. Any kind of sci fi. Yeah, you know, I, I well, still spacey sci fi. I, I still like spacey stuff. You know, I could do a whole podcast about the expanse. Um but <laughs> I guess that lends into the fact that I've never been comfortable saying like when the word like tight was was in, I, I think it's out now. I don't think people say that anymore. I don't think people say tight anymore. But that was that you know, late late nineties, early two thousands that was that had replaced cool and things like that. And oh that's tight, yeah. you know, like 
I was mm-hmm. never comfortable saying that ever. Another big word that was in the nineties was stoked. I'm stoked. Oh, totally stoked, dude. <laughs> like I do it when I'm a character. People don't but... say stoked anymore either. No, 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 no. In fact, the words that teenagers use now in slang, I'm sure I don't even know what they are. You probably don't either. <laughs> oh goodness. Well, Chandra being very supportive. Chandra reminds me so much of Miss Hate growing up. Um <laughs> you're not a dork. We just have a different level of intelligence. That is something that Wanda Hate would totally have said. Oh, you're just absolutely. so smart. You're just smarter than everybody else. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, live long and prosper. You too, Nikisha. See, I got to do this Star Trek podcast. I know that, that some of this, some of these, some of these folks will join me in chit chatting about Worf. Yeah. <laughs> Melissa says stoked on the daily. So we're just aging ourselves. <laughs> that's all. It's okay. We don't need to be saying things like, um, uh, that's Gucci. Like that doesn't need to be coming out of our mouths. It's, it's totally okay. We can keep that for the younger people. And eventually they're going to age out of saying that thing, that kind of stuff. And they'll be more professional with their business language. Like we all are. Right. Yeah. Until we close our office doors and just start screaming at our computers. What the F? Yeah. We do that. We all do that. Right. We just have to kind of close the office door for a minute and go, what the F is wrong with this effing place? Everybody's oh, just such a big, dumb absolutely. idiot, right? Absolutely. Well, you know, I'm, there's two places where I, I just am like out of control with with <laughs> uh, bad language. Uh, expressing myself in that way. Yes. Behind the wheel. Mm-hmm. Behind the wheel, big time. Behind the wheel, yes. big time. You want to get me cussing like somebody that just cannot stand themselves? Put me in the grocery store for 10 minutes now. It's a combination of people like standing there, just standing there, <laughs> and then the just prices. standing there, and then the fact that I look over and the twelve eggs is seven dollars. I'm just ready to just like do a backflip and, and, and with my two fingers up in the air. F you, F you, F you. You're cool. F you, F you, F you. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Uh, Lori, uh, Lori wants to know if we can see Matt's dad on camera someday. Lori, you got to go back two weeks or two, two <laughs> podcasts. Uh, I think it was the one just after, just before Christmas. It was right before Christmas. Just before Christmas. Yes. My dad helps yes. us open up and boy, oh boy, is he a load <laughs> of fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that don't look too much like his dad. No, I, I, no, I, I definitely resemble my mom a little bit more. Yep. And then yep. if if Granny was still here, she would say, "Your hair is just like your grandfather's, <laughs> exactly <laughs> like it." And she would touch it. Yeah. Well, you do look like him a little bit. You know, you could just call me Matthew Lawless. <laughs> you know, Maddie Hot Dogs. I'll take Maddie Hot Dogs as well. Matt had <laughs> mental ben- Benjamin Button syndrome. Says Melissa. his mind began as an old man and grows more youthful with time. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of true. It's kind of true. I, I definitely funny, understand I uh, a different, I, I understand the slang and the lingo. I, I know what would be appropriate to say. I just choose not to. More so now than ever before. I learned all kinds of things. All kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day I'll do a TED Talk. What I learned in my 36 years with Matthew. <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, what else happened, Ma? Um, paperwork in the box. We talked about that. Um, I, don't know I loved Ava. I loved Ava in the hospital when she realized 
that Esme is pregnant. Oh my gosh. She's pregnant. <laughs> Isn't that the way she looked? She's pregnant. She's pregnant. Okay, so I mean, we, we could. We, we could we How long is she? Amara West is just a gem with everything. You cannot give her nothing without her turning it into gold. You know, like, they barely put some makeup on her face, and you believed that she was burned irrevocably and scarred yeah. her deeply. You know, yeah. like, they, they, they just, they just kind of, like, darkened her face ever so slightly on one side, and you thought that her life was over. This woman mm -hmm. cannot go out in the public looking like this. Look at her. And it was because of Mara West. <laughs> Look at that mask, that Phantom of the Opera mask that she's wearing now. My goodness. It was hilarious, though. <laughs> <laughs> Mara West is easily the best part of any scene she's in, says Melissa. Absolutely, absolutely. 100,000% on that. And I remember saying that when um, when uh, New Nicholas had joined the cast, when uh, Marcus Coloma first joined as Nicholas. Uh, mm -hmm. And we'd said, you know, this guy's weird. He's very ineffective. This Nicholas is really bad at being bad. Uh -huh. uh, which was one of the first things that we observed. And then when he was reuniting with Ava, we're mm -hmm. like, I, at least I was like, I, I, Marcus Gloom is wonderful. This is great. Wow, this Nicholas is interesting and compelling, and I really just love everything. And then I kind of realized that it was more just Amara West bringing out the best in everybody around her. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, I... <laughs> that's what She's she does. She's an absolute powerhouse. 100,000%. It makes me, honestly, like, um, if Jacarius was here, I'd ask him for, uh, maybe somebody else knows, uh, Jacarius not in this week, but hey, I'm going to promote his podcast still. Check out the after, the, the soap after show with Jacarius Naylor. Just search that. It's, it's the exact show. Anyway, mm -hmm. if he was here, I'd ask him what his favorite uh, Mara West Guiding Light stuff was. Mm. Because, you know, she played Carly on that. Not yeah. Carly Corintho Spencer, Cassidine Spencer Quartermain, but... Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but a different Carly entirely. So I'd be interested in seeing some of her best moments on there because that's where she learned. That's how she learned to be such a legend today. Oh, she's awesome. She's awesome. I all, I almost thought, cause you know, there was some like space between the two of them. Mm -hmm. uh, they were uh, several feet apart yeah. when she, <laughs> I thought, man, she couldn't take a run and charge at him. <laughs> just going to tackle him. Tackle him, We're going right? to have two stunt performers. It's going to be like Bill Goldberg just spearing somebody <laughs> down to the ground. <laughs> oh, is it as the world turns? I'm sorry, Jeannie. Well, as the world turns then. Oh, listen, I don't know. There's been a lot of soaps that are on and off. Well, there used to be a whole mess of them on TV. Yeah, there's there. only a few. And there, no, there's there's only only a few. Hey, you know, honest. Okay, so this is a, this is a great transition, all right? Because I feel as though General Hospital has squashed the rumor. About them going off the air? I do. I feel like they squished it. I think that they subtly and slyly squashed the rumor. Well, I hope they knew what they were talking about. I hope so, too. I so, so. Um, so you know how on this podcast over the last couple of uh, months, we have been a little more vocal about our worry that GH might be coming to an end. Just based on of feeling, just based off of time, just based off of lack of chatter, just based off of where stories were going, and a lot of speculation like we do here on the 10th floor. Nothing is based in fact unless it is aired on TV. Um, and even then, it can be changed at any moment because it's a soap. Yes. Yes. Um... But uh, General Hospital recently, uh, in the new year, said, hey, we're going to start celebrating our 60th anniversary. Mm -hmm. And we're not stopping anytime soon. 
Yep, that's that's was the, the like their catchphrase was like the slogan for General yep. Hospital's 60th anniversary. We ain't stopping now. Right. Was essentially uh, was essentially the, the the sentiment behind it. And I saw it two, twice with two different actors. Yeah. Right. So, um, I feel as though that's GH kind of slyly saying there are no plans right now for the show to end. We're not going away. Now, now when it comes down to it, General Hospital this year, last year, and for the last several years, doesn't have a proper agreement, so to speak, mm-hmm. when it comes to the network. Um, you you yeah. hear about show renewals, you know, every every right. in in the summertime or toward. Toward the end of winter, you start to hear about like renewals. What's coming back next season? Netflix just did a big, a big video where they released um, everything that's coming back in the new season. You know what to look forward to in fall of two thousand twenty-three. Mm-hmm. You find out if something's been renewed, if something's been canceled. General Hospital is never officially renewed, and it is never officially canceled. They just keep going. Just keep going. Which is different than something like Monday Night Raw, which is wrestling, which is the most other comparable show other than the news. But you're not going to cancel the news, you know. But when it comes down to it, you know, the the best comparable thing would be like Monday Night Raw because that's on every single week. No break, no proper summer break, season one, season two, season three. It's Mm -hmm. just kind of always on and always being produced. But Mm -hmm. that show still gets we're signing you on for another two years. We're still we're signing you on for another year. That kind of stuff. GH mm-hmm. doesn't have anything like that. They, they just keep to. going. They used to. Yeah. So when it comes down to it, ABC at any time can say, we're done. Yes, they could. And have no fanfare to it. They just are done. Mm-hmm. At any moment in time, they could say that. Mm. So it's my hope and my guess that the person who is in charge of these decisions has made it clear to the producers that there are no current plans to stop General Hospital. So I'm I really sure I'm so. happy for that. I sure hope so. So, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I would like to take that as a rumor squash because I don't want to continue living in this dark place where I think that it might be coming to an end. I, I, I obviously must really, really love General Hospital. I come on air every week talking about it, and I watch Friday's show three times. I don't watch it three times. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Oh my God. Sad Brit is gone and sad Nicholas is done, says Sandy's Orchids. Oh, Sandy's, do you have really nice orchids? I'd be actually curious. You should tweet some to us. <laughs> I like orchids, especially the purple one. Uh, <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, darn when will Sunny and Carly get back together? Oh, gosh, you know, that's going to be a couple of years. Yes, they will get back They will, together. but it's going to be they several will. years from now. I think. Uh, but, you know, we have seen Carly and um, Sonny be apart for years before. Mm-hmm. Now, I think. Yeah. I, Jocelyn. I think we saw them as uh, a far uh, apart as long as like four or five years at one point. Mm-hmm. But they're always going to. I think General Hospital to have to be done for Carly and Sonny to be done. <laughs> and even then, when General Hospital is done. They'll yeah. be done when Carly and Sonny are officially like, we're moving to Florida. I just I just do think that they will eventually be back together, yes. Though I do feel as though Sonny would die in the finale of General Hospital. It just seems appropriate. Um, uh, and when will Steve Burton come back? Uh, no time soon, because he's on Days of Our Lives now. He sure is. So no time soon. No time soon. No time uh, soon. I don't know what kind of contract he has. I don't, I don't know that, but yeah, Steve Burton is filming. 
Yeah. Uh, he won't be on screen for a while because you're so far ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I it's think... going to be several months. But he's yeah. on there. He's he's working. He's making money. So yeah, he sure is. That's what's happening. And he'll do that until the scenes start to air and there will be some sort of fan reaction unless he flames off the show, which I don't think he will because Steve Burton's life is very different now than it was before. And I can't speak for him. I don't know him. I don't listen to his podcast. My mom has seen him far more recently than I have when it comes to his interactions and energy level and seeming happiness. Uh, I've seen him twice. Or whatever. But um, if, if there was any time for some sort of mental shift when it comes to appreciating what you may or may not have, now would be the time in someone's life like Steve Burton's. So I would hope that he's I, having a great time and making the most of the experience on days. Um, I do think Steve Burton will be back on General Hospital someday. Oh, yeah. Um, I think he wants to, I think he does want to go back to General Hospital eventually. He's just got to work. He, he's just got to work. Um, and uh, yeah, I do think he'll be back on there. But, you know, you remember when he left before and was on Young and the Restless for a couple of years, he was off the show for five years. Yeah. He was off the show a long time. And ABC has got to change their protocol on vaccinations for him to return yeah yeah and um some of that stuff has already been lifted and restricted it's now a per show um decision as to whether or not they want to continue the extreme covid regulations for I abc too for entirely in hollywood so the state the state has lifted the required restrictions and now it is up per production as to whether or not they want to have extreme covid regulation from what i've seen so far it seems like most are still doing testing and such um, I don't know what it's like on set when it comes to mask regulation, but uh, COVID tests are still the norm. I don't know if they're having to get them three times a week like they had been anymore. Yeah. And I bet if they're not doing a scene, they still have to wear a mask on set. I would think so. I mean, I would, but that's just me. That's my own personal choice. Uh, yes, Britta is on Station 19. Well, not Britta. Britta's dead, but uh, Kelly <laughs> Tebow. Uh, she's going to yes. be, she's on station 19. Uh, she wanted, uh, from my understanding, she wanted to be able to find a way to continue to do both shows, but I guess they decided to take the dramatic turn and give her the freedom. Um, yeah. But then I don't know. She also did a soap opera digest interview where she's like, yeah, and I've got this long-term boyfriend and it was an amicable decision and he lives in Europe and I don't get to see him and now I've got more schedule and blah, blah, blah. So I, I don't mm -hmm. know. I don't know. I'm just all for her living her life and, and staying sober. That That's my main focus is, you know, like she, she had that breakthrough recently and, and put the drink down and has been having a good life. And I just, I hope it continues for her. You know, yeah. I don't know how deep her problems were, but if she felt like she had one and she's happier without, then I am a hundred percent supportive of that. And I hope it continues to go well. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, People been uh, musing about Spencer's relationship with Ava as he grows closer to Trina and how that may mend and grow and become better. Oh, I think it totally. I, I can see it a little bit already. I think that um, both being so heavily victimized by Nicholas with Esme mm -hmm. is an element of bonding between Spencer and Ava that didn't exist before. Yes. Um, and then on top of the heavy respect that uh, Trina has for Ava... And the love that Spencer has for, for Trina. Yeah, it's only a matter of time before they start at least getting along and then eventually having that, you know, they you've been like my mother. <laughs> they might team up and uh, they might team up against Nicholas. 
They might. They might team up against Nicholas. I need Spencer to eulogize Brit. You know, I want some speeches at Brit's funeral, and I want Spencer to have one. I think Nicholas Chavez would do well with that, and I think that uh, they had a unique relationship. A I relationship. Just... I, I, you know what? When it comes to when it comes to new characters on the show, new actors on the show, yeah. not new characters, but new actors on the show, I have to say he's he's really one of my favorites. I just I just to some of the way he delivers his lines, it's just so natural. Don't like mm. when he was in Kelly's and talking to Cam and said with her belly out to here. It mm. just seemed I don't know. He's really a good actor. He's so good. He sounds so natural. So good, yes. He's able to make those lines sound exactly like something that somebody would say. Because he did. Yes. He's earned that Emmy, Ma. He's earned that Emmy. But that also means, Ma. Okay, like he's having a great time now. He's feeling like a super stud, a superstar. I'm an Emmy winner. I've got this huge fan base that sent me a a plane. I am living it up. I'm making more money than I ever have in my life. Look at my cool car. Look at my travels. Look at this. Look at that. Look at this. Look at that. All right. Awesome congratulations fantastic how long are you going to stay on daytime tv before you take that somewhere else and make even more money and have even more adventures yeah and if you're so you're good so and you're and you're very young yes and you're very good and uh, someone's going to notice you that's that's the big thing you know like someone like someone like jonathan jackson and somebody like um robin um what's her real name uh whatever <laughs> robin's real name kimberly, huh? kimberly? Kimberly. Yeah, Kimberly McCullough, right? McCullough? I think so. Kimberly McCullough. Yeah, but yeah. now she she's a director. Yeah, she's a director now. She's she stepped away from acting. Now she you know she showed up for the Sean Donnelly thing, so clearly she's okay with stepping into Robin's shoes every once in a while. But it's That's definitely not her main career thing right now. But I'm just saying, using those actors as examples, it's very rare to have a very talented young actor stay with the soap and with that character in perpetuity forever. Like those are two examples on General Hospital. Um, I, I can't think of any on any other shows uh, because I don't really know them all that well. Michael then, Knight. Michael Knight. But even then, he's, wasn't he like a 20-year-old? Yeah. I guess, you know, I guess I guess that's about the same yeah. same age as like Spencer. But yeah, so yeah, it's, it's he's rare. Yeah, young, young when he went on the show. Uh, you know, Ken Schreiner, rare, 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 rare to have somebody start off fresh-faced, super young and stay with the show for 40 years. Right. You you know you usually you get like Joe Martin who started at forty, mm-hmm. and was on the show for forty years. Excuse yeah, me. <clears throat> right. So uh, so gosh, you know I I would like him to stay for uh, many 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 years though. You know I'd love to get a decade out of him before he's like now I'm now that I'm thirty three uh, and seasoned. Let me go break I out. Love, I would love to see him on there for at least a few more years. It doesn't Absolutely. look like it's going to be ending anytime soon. I'm just saying that of, you know, it's like we were talking about Nell, you know, when she was on. Like, no, she's she's going to leave the show and try to find other opportunities to pursue. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she did. Mm-hmm. And a lot of actors do actually leave shows and some of them find their, some of them find their goal, find their footing. And go on to do other things. Some come back. Some of them don't. And they kind of lick their wounds and go back. Chandra just mentioned Ken Triner. Even Ken didn't stay on the whole time, she says. He did Texas. That's right. That's right. He stepped away. And um, he says that it wasn't the gr- it wasn't the best idea. But he didn't mm-hmm. know that at the time. If it was a good idea or not. Not really. He took yeah. a chance. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see and how it all shakes even, out. I think even Michael E. Knight left uh, 
Yeah, oh he didn't God. stay on it. No, no, no. Okay, so yeah, nobody stays on the show forever and ever. Who who's been on the show and never left? Um, Monica. And she wasn't super young when she started. So you know, like. I mean, she was young, but you know, you she know, wasn't twenty-two like Nicholas. Yeah, yeah. You know, even Laura, Laura's left. Like every, everybody leaves for a while, as one does. All right, when you're a creator, you, you can't be in the same character for forty years nonstop. You really can't. Not without mm -hmm. any sort of break to do something else, to step away and do stage, to do act and be somebody else. So it's just the actor's life. I don't, I don't think Maurice has ever left. Oh. Well, there you go. But I then see. again, he's also somebody that recognizes where his meal ticket is. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I'd watch Nicholas Chavez in a new Vampire Diaries series. Can you imagine him as a vampire mother? Just a sexy vampire with sharp teeth. Actually, then, I could. Oh, well, there you go. Well, Actually, there you I go. could. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Well, I could see him doing something, you know, like kind of like dark and brooding. And, um, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. He's just a really good actor. Well, you just really like him then. I do. I yeah. really like him. Yeah, that's why I need I to really be like We need to give him that moment. We need more Emmy material so uh, Nicholas Chavez can be an outstanding actor in, a, uh, in the younger category two years running. Right. And we can also nominate the Corinthos Moss, says says Alyssa. So we'll do that too. <laughs> nominate the Corinthos Moss. Putting in a great year last year. You know, disappearing and coming back. Even the Corinthos, there we go. The Corinthos Moss isn't even full time. The Corinthos Moss took time off. Yeah. <laughs> that was interesting that they did with with uh, with um, with Spencer when he found out about Britt. He had um, to go take a moment how, alone on the stairs. How, yeah, he sat on the stairs. Uh, you know, those stairs haven't been utilized in a long time. I know. Like nobody's <laughs> renting that room. Oh, yeah, there's like four rooms up there, I think. Do, 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 do. Just there's sad. the four hotel rooms up there. And then he went back, back to the table. And then he went back to the table, yeah. Even non-actors don't stay at a job for 40 plus years. The average is now three to five years of, that, of if that for regular people, says Chandra. You know, Absolutely. interestingly enough, I'm one of those own school mentality people. I want to work at the same place for 20 years because I don't want to have to keep on finding a new job. Well, I understand that. I understand that. <laughs> Chandra's right, and 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 the reason why is is um. I mean, I I hopped mm -hmm. every three years for a while. Yeah, I hopped every three years for a while when I was a a younger younger person. I lasted stayed at my last job in my career for almost twenty years, um, but I had gotten to a point in that profession where I really could not make a ton more money by making a jump. Yeah, and that's why you got a freaking jump. <laughs> because true. that three percent raise a year isn't very much no it's not the, you no, know the not. typical raise the typical raise is three percent well if you're not making that much money three percent could be pennies i just um, yeah i just right? i just want to get to a point where i can pay my rent and not have to think about it and then i'm good I'm yeah good. i'm good past that You'll you'll get there. I know I will. I'll get there pretty soon. I feel like I'm gonna get there in 2023. I've been working really hard, folks. That's awesome, Matt. Yeah. That's awesome. But 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 like I said though, you know, I made the when I made those jumps, I always got three dollars more an hour, five dollars more an hour. You know, I gotta continue to build that resume and just look the, like an amazing the, person that I can make those and jumps. That's why I jumped. Herman is here. 
but I'm so sorry to disappoint Herman because he's so excited that we're still on, but we've been on for an hour and 42 minutes, which means we're going to be getting on this elevator momentarily. We are. <laughs> we are, but we talked about a lot of stuff. We sure did. We covered it all, just like General Hospital covered it all, all right? There was no stone left unturned. We had cancer. We had, we had, we had bone marrow. We had Josiah. We mm-hmm. had Drew being, I'm going to find out for you. I'm going to find the bottom of this for you. That's another character that they need to do something with. Him and Austin. Him and Austin. <laughs> you know, we had uh, we had paperwork in a box that Nina's going to discover. All right, we had Martin Gray on this week. Martin Gray compelled to be a lawyer. I mean, I'm a lawyer full time all the time, but I didn't want to defend this nut job. <laughs> <laughs> we had Brad. We had Maxie becoming besties. Okay. Yes. We had good stuff from Austin because he was actually Franco. Okay. Nina saved Esme's life. Yeah, she did. But at least I'll know. You'll be she a villain. And she saved Obrecht's life, too. Really. Saved Obrecht's life. And I'm going to take that baby and I'm going to raise that baby as my own. Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> at least I'll, please don't do that. That's That didn't work for me. It's not going to work for you. We had, we had, we, we had John Lindstrom putting on a master class of acting this week as Kevin and as Ryan. Back and forth, scene mm-hmm. after scene. All right, we had Allie Mills knocking her yeah, socks crazy off. Crazy ass Heather. Woo-hoo-hoo. We had crazy Heather just knocking her socks off. We had Joss and Dex sex. All right, all right. <laughs> it's not it, nothing is better than when it rhymes. All right, <laughs> we've got Sad Cameron who is now two weeks away from getting on the microphone at the Savoy, going, "Somebody kill me, please." Please kill me. Ah, like the wedding singer. Oh, poor Cam, though. <laughs> okay, poor he's not going to do that. His <laughs> feelings hurt so bad. Yeah, yeah. And then he was going to cry, and then he couldn't look back because he was crying. Yes. And then, oh my God, Ma. Okay. And then Jocelyn steps out of the out of the out of the out of the the Kellys, right? And no less than two seconds later, I know. Is Dexter going? Are you okay? Are you all right, Jocelyn? Is your heart broken? Let's go back to my place and bone some more. And like, okay, he didn't say that. But um, <laughs> all Cameron had to do was turn around and see him standing outside the windows with her. I know. And Cameron would have been so upset. Uh-uh. So upset. Uh-uh. I think there's gonna ha- there is going to be some kind of showdown between Cam and Dex at some point. Yeah. Would... And, I th- and I'm wondering, what are they going to do with William Lipton? Is he on his way out? Well, here's the thing. See, I, I don't think so. I think that he's just kind of on hold. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, and, and like also they kind of spoke to that a little bit as well on the show too. When Jocelyn was breaking up to him, he's like, oh, well, I mean, I'm sorry. I haven't been paying enough attention to you. I've been working and soccer and this, and the other stuff. Like, like his, his, his life is just kind of in that boring period. Like I was talking about between being 18 and 21 where it's super important. But when it comes to like TV plot line, it's not really interesting to watch this person study and play soccer. It's right. important to him as a human but not really interesting to him as a character. So he's just kind of in that period. Which Mm -hmm. is fine because William Lipton in real life is going to school and isn't super available. And so the fact that he's had a chance to even be on is great. Mm -hmm. So I think that he's going to, he's going to, he's going to sing some songs. I think that's going to be his main thing going forward. Yeah. It doesn't seem like Brooklyn's going to ask him to be her newest project. Yeah. Herman Lane says, Matt, I think you would be so good as a voiceover and audiobook actor. Your voice is buttery magic. Well, thank you very much, Herman. If you have any connections, send them my way. 
happy to do it. And he has done one. And uh, yeah, that was I was leading into. You can take a look at uh, JLJ Media on uh, your podcast, or you can just search JLJ Media, and all kinds of different programs are going to show up. Uh, I have lent my voice to one called Fairview Heights, in which I play a little bit of a villain. Mm-hmm. I lent my voice to one called Mistletoe Road Season 2, and also one of the specials that just came out. I think it was the most recent episode on the Mistletoe Road show, um, in which I play a character named Carver who is stuck in Christmas land and does not like it. <laughs> he is not having a good time. <laughs> um, You're right, though. I did a special. has a great voice, doesn't he? I did a special. Um, I don't remember what it's called, but it was about a superhero, a super speedster, Rapid Rita. So I did one about them. And then I've also in the process of getting one, uh, one that I wrote, folks. I played the narrator on it. It's on the really short story podcast. Keep them on your good side. I love politics medicine story. You can check that out. Uh, I wrote that one. I'm the narrator on that one. And we are currently in pre-production when it comes to coming out with a full series sometime this year. So keep your ears out for that. I wrote the whole thing. I wrote it. Yeah. I wrote a soap. I wrote an audio soap, y'all. You sure did. Hopefully you'll listen. You guys, my baby is talented. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, Jeannie also agrees that I'd be great. Uh, hey, you guys, sincerely, um, send me an agent. <laughs> send this audio to somebody. Make my <laughs> career for me. I'm not going to do the work. You're lucky I do actually, enough typing to actually broadcast. But Matt's been told several times by all kinds of different people what a nice spoken voice he has. You know, it's been my whole life. I was working at Hollywood Video. And I got uh, I, I got an award one month for selling the most uh, popcorn and candy with the rentals. Mm-hmm. This this was so back in the day, you guys. This is so many years ago when you walked into a store, okay, and then you would give the person behind the counter a couple of bucks and you would take home a DVD and you'd watch that movie <laughs> and then you'd be responsible for bringing it back to that location. There was no mail. There was no streaming. You just walked in and you went, oh, look, Bruce Willis has a new movie. Let me let me grab that one for the weekend. Yep. And then, you, and then you take it home and you pop it in and you watch it and you bring it back. And then that opportunity was to get cu- popcorn and candy and the soda for only nine ninety nine or whatever it was. You know, yeah, some reasonable price back in the early 2000s. Yes. <laughs> Not like it would be twenty four ninety nine now. Right? <laughs> right. But you get a bucket of popcorn, bucket of microwave, microwavable popcorn, two candies and two sodas for that price. Mm-hmm. And I worked out a spiel. And I created a little sample. I put I put a little bucket of popcorn, and I grabbed two candies, and I put two sodas, and I said, "Hey, you know, would you like to add on?" And I had a little spiel, <laughs> and I got complimented. People were like, "Wow, you should do radio. Your voice is so good." And then they would buy it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, go me, go twenty three year old me. And Matt did tons of commentary. For wrestling. For wrestling, yes. I have all kinds of wrestling commentary out there. Tons of commentary. Old Rush Pro Wrestling, all pro wrestling. Lots of wrestling commentary. Yep. (sighs) Well, they're talking about their favorite favorite books now. So, Mysteries. Mysteries are great. People like Mysteries. I don't know. I haven't been much of an avid reader. I've read a lot of nerdy Star Trek books. Oh, I read the Left Behind series as a teenager. (laughs) Your grandma's reading that now. Oh, is she? Mm-hmm. It's very, it's, it's intense. You know, it's, it's for, for a Christian series, it's pretty actiony. Mm-hmm. I have to listen to the audio soap you wrote, Matt. I know I didn't like the one that they had on JLJ for a bit, then they moved off his platform, but I hope I like yours. I don't know, Herman. I don't know if anybody will like it. I know that I wrote it though. Sure can. <laughs> Hopefully you like it. Uh, all right. Wrestling. Okay. 
I don't know. I don't have anything else in me. You got anything else in you, Ma? I don't. I don't. I okay. think we talked. I think we covered it. I think we covered it. We we did almost two hours today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We're getting back on the elevator, folks. We are. I'm going back on the elevator. Go, I gotta go to Costco. Rock goes out of food. That's the most important thing you ever had to do. Is make sure that good boy has something to eat. I know. That's why I have to go today. All right, we're gonna go get a little boop do ah. <laughs> All right, folks, we're going to go back down to the first floor. We're going to get uh, out of the elevator and you're going to go into the parking garage. Okay, no Victor Cassidine to duck and weave this week. So you're going to be fine and safe getting into your car. Boop, boop, get right in there. Turn your radio to previous episodes of the 10th floor, which you can find on all your audio podcasting platforms. And if you can't find it, reach out to us on Twitter at 10th floor GH. And I will point you in the right direction or get the show added where you're looking. In the meantime, remember to like this video and subscribe to this channel because we are going to go to Costco. Remember to spend some time with your <laughs> spend some time with your family. I've been Matt, and I've been Kat, and we'll catch you right here next time. I need a script of this out on the tenth floor. <laughs> on the tenth floor. Bye. Bye. Bye.